listening to Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, May 10th. It's Sweater Friday. It's, that, <laughs> there's no alliteration there. It was almost, well, I forgot about flannel. Yeah, me too. I, it's May and I'm wearing a sweater. I wasn't even <laughs> thinking about flannel this morning. I guess I should have. That would have been a good idea. I mean, it's fine. It's May. It's field trip Friday <laughs> Ooh, for some students. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> How many? <laughs> there's some alliteration for there's you. Some, yeah. Head out to the field trip at the farm at the park. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, is that Grant's farm? Uh, Susan. Oh. Today, Susan Park. I don't know where that is. <laughs> right here in St. Louis. For the St. Louisans <laughs> listening, um, the non native St. Louisans you know, have I no don't idea know. where that is, right? It's been three years and I still don't know where things are. <laughs> we're going to, we've got some, uh, we're talking about music. Yes. Because, you know, we like to talk about hymns here on we do. the coffee hour. If you haven't noticed that yet, then you've only been listening one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> we like to this talk is about true. hymns on the coffee hour. <laughs> and uh, we're going to continue our wellness series with Deaconess Heidi Gaiman in the mm-hmm. second segment. Hope you can stick around for that as well. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. CUW.edu is the website to find out more about them. I just love sharing the Bethesda College at Concordia University, Wisconsin story yesterday. Um, that's, that was really that's, good. It's on our website. It is it's, on our website. And probably will be in social media and in, in, I don't know, is it, I don't know if it's going uh, up there. Sometime in the <laughs> next couple scheduled. of days, it'll be on Twitter. I don't remember where it is. Somewhere in the matrix. <laughs> it's somewhere in there. It'll be on Twitter eventually. So check it out at KFUO.org. <laughs> Joining us by phone this morning, the Reverend Dr. Heath. Trampy, senior pastor at Faith Lutheran Church in York, Nebraska, and Ani Trampy, music teacher and voice of the Lutheran Songbird Project. Thank you so much, Trampies, for joining us this morning to be guests on the Coffee Hour. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much. Now, what is the the Lutheran Songbird Project? What was the idea that that became the Lutheran Songbird Project? Sure. Uh, well, before I get into that, I just want to say that Field Trip Friday is real. Uh, yes. We had it here in Nebraska last week. So my wife and I, now that we have two in, in all-day school, we went in two different directions. But it was, it was a hoot, so hopefully it will be in St. Louis area as well. Um, we, we have been talking about this for years. And, and for us, with, with our availability, with our regular full-time schedules, and, and with uh, you know, monetary restrictions, for us it was a matter of waiting until the technology caught up to the point where we could do this um, kind of on the side of our full-time job uh, and still make it of a quality where people would appreciate what they were getting. Uh, so there is a mission statement, if you will. Um, the mission statement is that we're trying to provide high-quality vocals for some of the most beloved Christian songs and hymns of all time. Um, but for the, the average listener, which I totally am when it comes to music, they're, they're all hymns, essentially. And uh, we started officially in November 2017. Um, I promise Ani's going to talk, but I asked her if I could explain this since I'm kind of explaining how I I twisted her arm into it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I don't know how it is for every single seminarian family, but from the time Ani and I got married and and moved to seminary, she has been playing more or less a supporting role. And so in all the things that uh, we took part in, vicarage and, you know, projects and first call and, and all of that, she has been a, a loving wife and mother and happy to be in those uh, capacities. But we had a year about 10 years ago where we served as full-time missionaries in Latvia for a year. And I saw her value and, and giftedness for being a ministry partner in so many ways. And one of the ways that she has really come through is with her singing. And so prior to Latvia, she was in college choirs and the Heartland Chamber Chorale in Fort Wayne, and it always scratched that itch for singing and sharing her gift. 
but after we returned from Latvia, that, that was missing. And so uh, even though she's a music teacher and a choir director, she helps other people get their voices, um, I knew she would benefit and, and probably enjoy having a chance to do that for herself. And I'll be quiet and let her talk a little bit. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're having their own oh, little coffee hour right there. I know, they're having their coffee really chat. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> what was it like for you, Ani, uh, at at the onset of this? Was this uh, something you were really excited to do? Uh, to be honest with you, I was a little nervous. I love <laughs> to sing, but um, singing in front of a bunch of people isn't always my thing. But I um, I got over that fear, and I realized that I'm singing hymns and I'm sharing them with people, and that's all that mattered to me. And I do love to sing, so. It's just a blessing for me. Absolutely. And this, uh, if, if people aren't familiar with this yet, this is a project that's available on YouTube, uh, but we can get into the uses of it in a little bit. But this is something uh-huh. that, that you can see on, on YouTube. And why, uh, why is it important for both of you to, to make the music of the church uh, accessible to more people? Well, for us, accessibility is key. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> and um, we're still trying to figure out the technology. We're not really techie people but we're getting there and we knew that uh, social media was probably the the best place to start and so like you said you know youtube um facebook stuff like that um but i don't know if you want to add to that <laughs> well yeah because i think the initial idea came not not on singing but on singing through the the hymns particularly the public domain hymns it came from me uh trying to find hymns for worship and without being a musical scholar, as some pastors are, it was really tricky for me to pick hymns that were outside of my comfort zone or to use the whole hymnal, which we try to do at faith. And so I was constantly calling Ani, if she wasn't at work, and saying, hey, can you sing this for me or can you play this on the piano for me? And so she would do that. And I, I would always go to YouTube and try to find the hymns before I would bug her. And there are some great resources, including some from Concordia Publishing House, that were really helpful but I noticed there wasn't a lot of single, clear voices singing through the hymns that we've come to grow and, and love in the church. And so that was a big thing for us. And social media has been part of our lives. We were, we were seniors in college when Facebook was brand spanking new. And so I don't know if we were part of the first million that were on Facebook, but we were part of the demographic that was meant to be on there right away. And so Ani and I have just been swimming in those waters since the beginning. And we've seen the value of social media for reaching people in other countries. Um, if you'll indulge me for one quick second, I, I did a mission trip in Africa a few years ago, and I have stayed connected to so many people in Africa uh, through social media. We're, we're just buds. And it's, it's kind of trippy if you think about it. At, at any other time in history, this would have been so complicated and difficult. Um, we have had people uh, from India write to us and ask if they can um, – use the, the videos in their teaching and in their worship, and we've said we'd be delighted if they would do that. Uh, we've had people from Africa ask if we can um, share lyrics uh, to some of the other stuff that we've done so that they can share it with their people, and so we know this is connecting us to the world. We just haven't fully explored that yet. What about in your own congregation? Have you found folks right there in your own community that are making use of this in their home? Any stories on that? Yeah, go ahead, Ani. Um, yeah, we have people at our church that um, tune in and listen to the uh, Blues and Somber project. A lot of it's through uh, Facebook, like Heath was saying before. Um, YouTube, we're still trying to get going, but 
there's people around in our immediate community, but also like in Nebraska, we have people from uh, Fort Wayne because we lived there for quite a few years. And it's slowly kind of spreading all over the place because people share it and um, it spreads. What are some of uh, what are some of the ways that uh, that people uh, that that you hope people will use this? You mentioned a few ways that they are right now. What, what, how are you hoping that this will grow? Sure, um, I, I want to give a quick uh, real quick, Annie. I want to give a quick shout out to a couple of people that helped us right at the outset. Um, if you watch some of our very early videos, Annie is singing with a piano or organ or guitar, and uh, those are actually dear people from the congregation who are helping us. Um, and one of the big reasons we switched to acapella was because, uh, first of all, scheduling those sessions was tricky. And second of all, um, we, the technology we're using wasn't able to bring Ani's voice out like we wanted it to. And so we, we've gone sort of back to acapella. Um, but I'm so sorry, Sarah. Can you ask you a question again? <laughs> what are some of the, the ways that, that you hope uh, that people will use this in the future, the ways that this will grow? Yes, absolutely. So go ahead, Ani, please. I was going to say, I think um, the main thing, like he'd said before, so many people don't know some of these hymns. Some of them are unfamiliar, the tunes, um, maybe even the words, but it's nice that they can get out there and um, listen to them and maybe learn something new. Or like he was saying with pastors, they could try a new song or hymn in their um, service that day. So um, for me, that's that's the, the big thing. And it also, I love when people write to us and say, oh, I remember this one from such and such time and mm-hmm. it makes me so happy. And that's how I feel, too. I have some of those hymns, too, that make me think that, too. So I thought that was cool. I'm thinking particularly of the family, for mm-hmm. family devotions, maybe you feel like you're not as... Um, musically inclined but mm-hmm. you you want something or you need that that extra foundation to help you with the the music part of singing hymns together as a family sure. uh this is certainly something you could you could access as a family on um as my generation older would call it the youtubes the youtube <laughs> <laughs> well and, and even for musically inclined people like right. my family we get to a hymn in treasury daily prayer and all you get is the title and sometimes we're like hmm well, i don't normal. remember yeah. how yeah. that goes so i do quick on, on the youtubes and, and find YouTubes. it <laughs> but it, right what yeah, a I'm nice resource yeah well thank you i'm glad you mentioned youtube because um, Facebook was where this all started, and we get far, far more views on Facebook than on YouTube. But as the person that's putting the content on, I will tell you the videos play better, they look better, and they sound better on YouTube. Um, and I think it's because there's such a built-in community on Facebook, and some people are uncomfortable to like have a profile on YouTube. But if anybody is already swimming in those YouTube waters, um, my first recommendation would be to subscribe on YouTube. You just go to the Lutheran Songbird Project. And we have over two hours of hymns on there already. So if you wanted to play those on a loop, they're all divided by the same categorizations that are in Lutheran Service Book. Um, that would be really easy. But we're certainly happy to have anybody listen to us on Facebook. Um, you can just go to the Lutheran Somber Project Facebook page, and you can find all the videos right there. So I have to ask about the name, <laughs> the Lutheran Songbird Project. Uh, yeah. That was my husband. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so I had this vision in my head of a Luther seal with a bird resembling the Twitter bird, even though we're not really on Twitter, um, coming out of it. And uh, my my publisher's son, uh, Tripillar Publishing in Orange County, is a graphic designer, and he came up with the logo, which I think is one of the coolest parts of the Lutheran Songbird Project. Um, and the goal was to maybe have more voices than just Ani's down the road, um, other strong soloists who could come in and, and join us. And, you know, that's still definitely on the table. 
Uh, right now, uh, for feasibility, it's, it's mainly Ani, but we're hoping it'll be bigger than Ani. So, like, Ani is not the Lutheran songbird. Uh, we just want to make that very clear. Uh, but maybe, <laughs> maybe one of the songbirds, because there's so much musical talent in our Senate. And we have such you. such a wealth of of hymnody as yes. well. You know the, the example that, that Sarah gave earlier. You're you know th- going through Treasury of Daily Prayer, come across a hymn that you don't sing that often. A uh, resource mm-hmm. like this can really help you with that, mm-hmm. so you can uh, mm-hmm. sing it together in family devotions or or individually as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for Absolutely. thanks for this uh, this great resource, and uh, so we can look for the Lutheran Songbird Project on YouTube. That's that's a key place to look for it. Uh, search Google for it, I suppose as well. Yeah. Huh? we'll provide the links. Oh, yeah. Sure. We will. We'll provide the links because Sarah's a millennial and she can do that. <laughs> I know with, how to work the with, internet. With the program notes. <laughs> with the program notes. Uh, the Reverend Dr. Heath Trampy, Senior Pastor, Faith Lutheran Church in York, Nebraska, and Ani Trampy, music teacher and the voice of the Lutheran Songbird Project. Thank you so much for being our guest today on the Coffee Hour. Thank you oh, very much. Thank you. It was an honor. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> Coming up in just a little bit, we'll check in. We'll get our regular wellness conversation with Deaconess Heidi Gaiman. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.